welcome back to the Business Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Louise, and today we're going to be talking about why I love the three Ps, packaging, programs, and products. Okay, so let's address the elephant in the room first. Why the hell am I talking about packages, programs, and products on a podcast about boundaries? Well, it comes down to creating the right containers for your clients. When we create the right spaces for our clients and clearly define what they get and how to succeed with us, we have far fewer problems in communication with our clients and customers, and we create a great environment for success. Packages, programs, and products can help you create those containers. You can design and craft the client or customer experience so it's the same for every client. Not only does this mean that your life will be easier because you're replicating the same experience for each client, but it also makes it much easier to scale your business. Okay, so let's have a look at some of the reasons why these three Ps are so great for creating boundaries. First of all, they help you be super clear about what you offer. When you offer signature packages or programs or products, people are much less likely to ask you for something that you don't do. Signature services are becoming much more popular than simply offering an a la carte menu of services. Um, And this is such a good thing. You're better able to say no to work you don't want to do and your customers will self-select in or out based on the packages on your website. You know, then if you have a client that asks for something that's not included within that package, you can refer them to what the package does include and then either redirect them back to why the package doesn't include what they're asking for, which is a great way to reinforce your expertise if you don't think that they need what they're asking for, or you can offer them additional services for an additional fee for what they're looking for. When you're able to say that something is or isn't included in the package, you, you don't, you're not left in that awkward space where you don't know whether you should have included something or whether it's appropriate to charge extra fees for what they're asking for. The next great thing about the three pieces is it sets your customers and clients up for success. When you design a product, package or program to offer a specific result or outcome, you can set out the specific steps that they need to take to get that result. You can then optimize that experience because it's going to be the same for hopefully every client that goes through it. So the next great thing is it limits scope creep and unfruitful ideas. So the three Ps help you to limit scope creep when you're offering a service. Um, You'll have defined edges to what you offer and you can refer people to exactly what they get when they work with you. You know, you might have to tweak a few things to make it individual for certain clients and certain aspects of your package, but... The whole idea of this container is that it's something that's replicable. It means that you won't have to reinvent the wheel for every customer, which is going to save you a ton of time. Another great thing is you can charge a specific price point for that product, package, or program. You can charge a flat rate fee for it, and it's non-negotiable. You can clearly state what something costs, and you won't have to have lots of awkward money conversations, and you you can put that range on your website so people know or you can put that price on your website so people know exactly whether something's in their budget or not so you won't get on a sales call talk everything through give them a price and then they'll realize that working with you is not what they not within the budget that they that they expected it also gives you a starting point for your pricing you can take things out of your package or add things on to adjust for specific clients who need slightly different services from you. 
it means that while you can still adjust for different people, you're not starting with a blank slate and having to fully custom customize their package or the proposal for them. You can work on that basic pricing and figure it out from there. It's going to speed up your process a lot and means that you won't have to guess as much and be swayed by things like whether you feel really confident or not that day because you have that basic fee in your head and they know your customer knows that basic fee so you're really going to have an easier time you know a lot of people arm and are about whether they should put their prices on their website or not and i personally have always preferred it so that people can opt in or out based on their budget before they ever reach out to you but if you don't like to do that or your pricing can't be that specific putting a range on your website or wherever you advertise your services is a great way to do it so instead of having nothing or you know 700 pounds you could have a range of 500 pounds to a thousand pounds or a bigger range or whatever works well for you and your client base you know a range works really well if you're offering a bespoke experience so another great thing that i alluded to in the intro is that the three p's make it really easy to scale especially if you do a service-based business, um, whether that be a done-for-you service or coaching or consulting. Obviously, it's a little easier to scale when you're selling um, you know, pay- places on a group program or an actual product or a digital product that people guide themselves through. But when you set up predefined package or program, it gives you the opportunity to then employ or hire other people to implement some of the process or all of the process for you following your winning formula Um, if you haven't created any passive income or you know self-guided DIY resources before having that process down to the point where you can replicate it for each client also means that it's much easier to create those kind of products so that you can serve a client base who might not necessarily be ready or able to work with you one-on-one Another thing I love about the three P's is it really simplifies your marketing. You know, if you're a busy service-based business, you don't always have a huge amount of time to dedicate to your marketing. When you offer really clear-cut packages, people don't have to guess how to work with you. You can clearly promote the best way for them to work with you and the best way for them to get results from you. It's not so much a, hey, here's something I can do for you, and then have clients come to you with a random array of things that you may or may not want to offer. Clearly offering a service package or a coaching package means that you can clearly market the result to the right people. You may even be able to stick with that same package for many years to come, and that makes your marketing so much simpler. And the last reason why I love the three Ps is that it kind of demands additional respect. People who just want a task rabbit to complete random things for them, they don't pick out a package from somebody. It means you can even do a launch for your program, product or package, and book out your calendar for the coming months if you want to. So you'll find that when you provide a container for your clients, they find much more success and you'll be much happier in your work because you know you have clearly communicated what they can expect and the value that they're going to get from working with you. You can also make sure that you've niched down enough that you're only doing the work that you really love to do. Um, And when you have any of the three Ps, you can also set expectations for your clients and what you need from them. For example, if you offer a two-week intensive coaching package, you expect your client to show up for those two weeks and put the work in. 
then when the time's up you can either wish them well on their journey or roll them into another package if there's something else that you have that would further their success. It leaves a lot less room for people to be to argue or say that you miscommunicated what they were getting out of something because you have clearly thought out exactly what your clients are getting out of working with you or working with something that you've made. So creating these kind of containers really does work in any setting. If you're a virtual assistant and you offer 10 hours a month for a certain fee, then you can offer them that time. And then if a client needs more, you can add on for the, what they need at a certain price. It's super clear and you don't have to feel awkward about charging for that extra time because people know what they're getting from you. You know, even if you offer an hour's coaching, giving them that container as a standalone thing, sticking to that hour and telling people, you know, when they start the hour that they have an hour with you and then after 45 minutes starting to wrap up and tell them that they've got 15 minutes, do they have any other topics that they want to cover or anything you want them, they want you to go over with them again, properly structures your time together and it makes people feel that you're really taking the reins and guiding them through the process. If you don't give people that kind of container, they may not know when it's appropriate to ask you questions and you'll probably deal with more support issues later down the line than you, if you had provided that really structured way of working with you. So if you haven't produced a structured program package or product yet and you offer an a la carte menu of services and allow people just to purchase one thing at a time, start thinking about how you could offer a more structured product. So we're going to go through some prompts now. So if you want to grab a notebook or, you know, prepare yourself to think more deeply about this later if you're driving, um, let's cover these questions so you can get the gears turning and start thinking about what you could offer and how you could offer it. Okay. Number one, what are my most favorite things to work on or offer? What services light me up? What transformations excite me? What do I want to be known for? Number two, what do I do differently that, than other people in my industry? What makes me special? What could I do to make me special? Why do my clients choose me? And if you're not sure about why your clients love working with you, don't be afraid to ask them why they chose to work with you. They won't always give you the pure truth or a nugget of wisdom but some someone may say something that tells you why you stood out the crowd for them and that will be something you can latch on to there so next number three who do i love working with do they face different or specific challenges than other types of client what success stories would i love to hear Number four, if I could deliver the results or transformation in any way, what way would I choose to work? What would my work week look like? And how can I design a package that would best fit into my desired schedule? And number five, how long do I like working with people for? You know, you don't have to feel bad if you don't want to work with people over the long term. There are certain personality types that just kind of aren't able to hold space for clients for a, a long period of time, while others are incredible at this. 
So design your packages to nurture you and your client in the best way possible. You know, if you feel exhausted after working with someone for six weeks, say, think about how you could offer a more intensive program or package so that you also feel excited for the duration of the project. Finally, I just want to touch on something that I feel is really important as someone who designed signature services for my past business and then wasn't very excited about offering them. If you find that you go through all of this and after thinking of signature services you could offer you still don't feel excited about them or you're constantly looking at what your competitors are offering and just sort of mimicking them ask yourself if there's something that you need to change you don't have to feel like you have to offer something just because everyone else is doing that you don't have to stick with a service just because you do it now or even that that is your the main thing you're getting paid for If you've lost passion for what you're doing, or if there's something else calling to you, start trying to pivot into that now. At least dip a toe to see how putting your energy into that new idea feels. You know, we can get shiny object syndrome, but at the same time, if you are trying to shoehorn yourself into a business that you've fallen into, but it still doesn't feel good, you don't have to pursue it. It's perfectly okay to start moving into something that feels better and just keep your current train rolling along. You know, so often we fall into offering something because we're really good at it. Um, It reminds me of listening to some author friends of mine. Um, There are some, there's been like a big self-publishing boom in the last decade. And there's a lot of writers who have found a, like a niche that pays really well. So there's a lot of people who started writing erotica and publishing it and making a lot of money, but they didn't actually like writing erotica. But then they were making, you know, five, 10, 15 grand a month and they were stuck then or they felt stuck because they were making so much money in this genre that they didn't really care about. But the money was so good that they didn't feel like they could stop. And then you're back in that place where, you know, you may have made yourself a business, but it's still a day job. And it's perfectly okay to get to that point. You know, sometimes we fall out of love with the business and it does become a day job while we start looking for something else. But it's important not to create a prison for yourself just because it makes you money or just because you're good at it. You know, you've got to really care. Otherwise, you just aren't going to get that long-term happiness that you need when you're working for yourself or in any any job. (laughs) A lot of people are unhappy and we should really learn to pursue our joy. Okay, so I'll leave you with that. Make sure you work through those questions and I hope I've got the wheels turning and that you're starting to feel excited about what you can create. I really do believe that we should all follow our joy. And again, if you aren't excited about anything that you're doing or anything you've thought of, think outside the box. See if there's something that you could do that would excite you or maybe it's time to start looking into a new way of offering your services or doing something completely different. New episodes are released every Sunday in little short 10 to 30 minute bites so you can start the week feeling really good about what you're going to accomplish this week. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week. So I'd love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast and tell a business friend about it. It's my mission to reach as many women as possible and help them build the right boundaries so they don't have to struggle in their business. You can find me and more information on Instagram where you can find me at Boundaries Breakthrough. 
And if you go to my, the link in my bio there, you can find the link to all of my other resources. Um, you can find me online at hannahlouise.com. Remember, that's H-A-N-A, where you can find out all the links to everything, all the blog posts that go with these episodes and anything else that I've got going on. Thank you.